0: This is Jordan from Newfound Glory. Listen to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. (laughs) Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you bad, but they shouldn't make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond, the podcast where you, the member of the general public, will get up and tell your story. Why? Because everybody has a story. Like always, this podcast is sponsored by the Pass to Assist pod. Follow Callum, Jack, Doug and Carl as they discuss basketball. Why? Because they like basketball and it's there for all your basketball needs. So give them a listen. And today's guest, I've actually got a married couple first in story time history so uh, one of them is a uh, guy we did gigs with in the past and hopefully when Covid's all got set and done we can do him again and also we got um, his wife who um, is a crocheter and an artiste so please welcome to the show Laurie and Lawrence Crow. so Lawrence welcome to the show you even brought your wife Laurie how are you guys doing?
0: Hi. <laughs> <Hey> there.
1: <laughs> how you doing I'm not too bad I'm not bad how about yourselves yeah, we're good. we yeah, yeah. aren't we? We always are. <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> Thank good. you for having us. That's all right. Anytime. So, um, obviously, me and you, uh, we both met each other a few years back. I believe it was in O'Neill's in Brentwood. Um, oh, yeah. We go
0: way back.
1: It was a funny night because it was just there one, like, you know, I think it was either like Chris Marshall or Ollie Hookins put together. Yeah, yeah. And um next thing you know we're he just was like,
0: from victories I think, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. We we okay. basically got thrown in the bottom corner of O'Neills and said, Yeah, you play music <laughs> while the rest of the pub sits at the back and watches football or some shit like that As usually <laughs> how it went down <laughs> in O'Neills. Um <laughs> but I remember, like, it was a really fun day, because I remember you even come down, and I think you even brought either your brother-in-law or, uh, like, just two mates with you, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was my first ever time seeing a, uh, what's it, a Wolf Sunday show you were at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, back in the day. I was there singing pirate shanties, and you were singing your Disney songs, and ah. Uh it was (laughs) the connection was strong
1: (laughs) yeah it was basically just like it was just something like I just never had seen before because it was there like you know you were then in the end just getting in the crowd you know well in the crowd were like (laughs) eight people Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that we where you all brought together and doing like, like you me, know, ending uh, with Botany Bay and uh, yeah, just like yeah. just making it just really fun, like you know how to make a dead situation just really fun. You know, it's just throw, throw like Lawrence Crone there. It's all good. About <laughs> the
0: poor people that were there just trying to watch the football, and then I was standing on tables next to them, like <laughs> shouting
1: that big Aston Villa versus Birmingham game. Oh, it was, it was never the same after that. <laughs>
0: i think i think that's the thing i've always kind of like not to like hype myself up in any way because i am just like a shitty shouting acoustic guy but i do feel like the the one thing i'm okay at is kind of like putting on an actual show and like like a performance you know and i've always kind of like tried to make what i do musically like more about putting on a performance and having a good time and i I think you do that as well you definitely have that element where you like Have putting on a show more than just standing there singing songs. I think that's what sets you apart as well. Uh, That is
1: very true. Yeah, because I always say I'm a shit singer, just a good entertainer. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I always say my story just escalated. You know, like you know, when you just play one gig and next thing you know, you just get booked left, right, and center. For fuck's sake, I'm not even that good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's great though. It's it's you've got such a good charisma, and um, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely works well, especially with your whole kind of like. Stick of doing the Disney covers and that it really works so well, and I can tell why you keep getting booked, like. And hopefully soon we can gig together again, like after all this like virus stuff's over.
1: I know, right? It feels really yeah. weird, like you know, we usually have like at least one gig together a year, you know. No. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's just been like, oh, okay, well, 2020 for some reason that didn't happen. Um, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. This has been like the longest I think I've like ever had of not playing shows. It must be like the same for you, surely. And like it's just it's been so weird this year, not playing shows. Mm. Like, yeah, it's been hard to cope with.
1: <laughs> well, you know, taped- usually, forever. about this time of year is probably when we see each other. Like, well, usually like it would be Christmas time. Sorry, but um, but like um, yeah, because like as soon as like Christmas time comes, that's usually when they're like got an idea, book the Disney guy because of uh, <laughs> it's Christmas he might do a, f- a song from that Christmas film Frozen which isn't a Christmas film but uh...
0: <laughs> uh, well there's a debate there, there? Yeah. It's, not a it's not a Christmas film no. No. What, it's just a cold film <laughs>
1: it's like in the middle of summer and the next you know just the ice princess just makes it you know snow So oh, That's Elsa. true be yeah
0: I guess there's not really like an actual Christmas song in it either, is there? So there's nothing that actually references Christmas. Oh, yeah. you've got a point there. Yeah, we need to we need to stop it being on TV Christmas every every year. Then. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was like a couple. Like I remember one year it was that and Cool Runnings. Just two films that weren't about Christmas, but you know, Cool Runnings is one of the greatest <laughs> films I've ever seen in my life.
0: Oh, I love that with the Jamaican bobsleigh team. Exactly, an amazing film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, there's nothing Christmassy about it. It's just got snow.
1: <laughs> people see a
0: little bit of snow and they instantly get excited for Christmas. Because it's terrible. to calm down.
1: <laughs> it it's, it's it's like the thing is like it's snow. It's Christmas. All right, there you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, but but here's the thing, and it's it's that kind of tried and true thing that everyone always goes to. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? All day
1: long. There you go, yeah, because it's actually
0: set at Christmas. Mm-hmm.
2: I've never seen it, but I disagree. You disagree, but I've All never right. seen it.
0: Well, does that make your opinion valid or not? <laughs> no, <probably> not. <laughs> but it's got Snape in it. It's got That's nice. it's got Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> Lord,
2: I'm
1: free, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: not Elf though, is it?
0: It's not Elf,
1: yeah. Well, Elf's your friend. Do. I get, I get yeah. what you're saying there, Laurie. Like, it, it's one of them thing, Obviously, it doesn't have like the spirit of Christmas in it because it's just mm. a man. Uh, obviously, like Christmas films are just like them light-hearted things where it's just about families and things. Like that technically it is about a family. It's about a guy picking up his wife on a on a Christmas do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Says
0: it already, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You need
1: to watch it now. No, you, you, you know. I don't know what <laughs> sc- screams, you know, family film in your face but you know that that is a family film <laughs>
0: uh, what's your favorite christmas film
1: mine um probably muppets christmas carol um i watched
2: that today yeah <laughs> it's so good
1: great just great just like I mean,
0: it's, it's got michael Caine in it, it so does. like cl- instant classic right mm-hmm.
2: i read something the other day and apparently when they asked him to play scrooge he said that he would do it but he outright refused to like interact with muppets <laughs> really yeah he said <laughs> that he was only gonna do it if he could act like he was like in the royal shakespeare company like performing to a crowd so he just pretended that they were all humans <laughs> <laughs>
0: that every other cast member yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs>
1: did not know that <laughs> We, we we had a we uh, we recently filmed our Christmas special and uh you know we uh we all three of us on the show agreed that it was the greatest Christmas film. My second one was Olive the Other Reindeer, which is the about a uh, a dog at Christmas saving Christmas because she is on the radio. All uh, all of the other reindeer, but she thinks it says Olive the Other Reindeer is needed. <laughs> so, I've never heard of
0: that. That's cool. Oh,
1: it's one for is the it ages. Like no? It was it was like 1999. Matt Groening, who does The Simpsons, made it.
0: Oh, cool! Oh, right. Yeah,
1: I've checked out. I love the Simpsons. So. Yeah, go on. Uh, what's yeah. it called? Um, YouTube's on there. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. There you go. And yeah, there so yeah. Homer Simpson's in it. He plays. well, it's technically the guy who plays. Dan Castellan, where his name is. He uh, yeah, plays, yeah. he plays an evil postman who hates Christmas.
0: I mean, there you go. That's mm. that. It, just watch it just for that. Honestly, Home of the Evil Postman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, what was the other... Of the three,
1: what was the other best Christmas film? Um... I think mine was... Uh, I was. You know when you just get put on the spot and you just kind of... And in your head just one keeps popping up. Mine was Love Actually due to the fact of Liam Neeson's in it. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it's fair play. Yeah. It is a though, Yeah, it? good. it's good. It's good. It's a bit dated now, really,
1: isn't it? But, yeah. I always, always say, like, Liam Neeson literally is the greatest hero in, in, in all-time movies. Like, you can you tell me someone with this resume. Saved all the Jews in Schindler's List. He, um, he he trained Batman, tried to kill him. He also, you know, basically trained Obi-Wan Kenobi and then, like, helped him fight Darth Maul and sacrifice himself because he's an absolute G. Um, he flew a tank in the A-Team, right? He saved his daughter three times in Taken. Right? He He, um... Uh, what was it? He bought that kid in Love Actually, a drum kit, right? It wasn't even his kid. <laughs> he
2: just said he bought that kid in Love Actually. So he, he actually bought that, <laughs> kid, bought in that,
1: that kid in Love oh, right. <laughs> He bought that kid a drum kit in Love Actually. Um, and uh, to me, it wasn't even his kid. So you know Liam Neeson, you know got absolute lad points there. Um, and
0: drums are expensive as well, exactly. you know. That's a big present. Like.
1: and you could tell he wasn't like you know into the drums because he kept walking past, like you know little like you know going like couldn't have any sleep or whatever. And then <laughs> and then he took him to the airport just so he could pull. Wasn't even his kid. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. Oh, what what a lad! Would yeah. you? <laughs> I'd love to see like the ultimate showdown, ultimate fight would be between Liam Neeson and Keanu Reeves. Who would win, you know? Like, because you got John Wick versus. Duke like, the it was Qui Gon Jim, was not it, in, in Star Wars? Yeah. 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 Mate, but. God, that would be a
1: showdown. <laughs> He's also. He plays two roles in the Lego movie Good Cop, Bad Cop.
0: Does he? Yeah.
2: But oh, there you go. Are they, they're, aren't they the same, like. Yes. Like, the character's the same as it. The headset. Oh, he All head. oh, right. oh right.
0: I've not
1: seen that movie now. <laughs> the way place, he gets his little. But... Way he gets his, like, good face rubbed off with the. Uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's a great film as well. That is
0: yeah. a great film. I saw that in the cinema
1: when it came out. Me, 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 yeah. and my mate went with two girls, and uh, the two girls hated it, but me and my mate just absolutely <laughs> in tears and laughed all the way through. And like, I just like as soon as you heard like everything is awesome, you just say like this is amazing. It's a tune. It's a yeah.
0: classic. <laughs> uh, well, a uh, date went horrible, but film was great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, and we, we just let them go by themselves, and we we went and we carpooled with each other. And We're just singing everything is awesome all the way. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: oh, bro dates are always better, anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, oh, tell us about you, Lawrence. Where where did you grow up? Because this is the thing. I don't know a lot about your backstory at all.
0: You don't. Oh, nah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a weird backstory, I guess. Kinda, maybe. Um, so. Uh, my parents, they loved, like moving around and stuff. They never really like, lived in one place for very long. So I was born in Oxford mm-hmm. um, and I lived there for like two or three years. And then I moved to Essex. Um, well, I moved to a place called Didcot first and then I moved to a place called Essex and I spent like primary school in Essex uh, in Brightlingsea. Sea. You know Brightlingsea Sea? Is? Yes. It's not too far from you. Um, and then we decided to move and we moved down to Dover in Kent and I did all my kind of like secondary school down there. Um, And so, (laughs) yeah, so I went to the secondary school there and then when it came to like college kind of time or like sixth form, I could stay on where I was or go to college or there was the Dover girls grammar school just across the road. And then they let guys go in um, for sixth form. And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because there was it. They only ever let in like five guys for each year. So I applied and I got in. So I, uh, I went to, uh, I went to yeah, Dover so. Girls Grammar School, <laughs> <laughs> which was ace. Uh, yeah, I had a great time there. Um, yeah, um, that's where I went to school, <laughs> girls' school. Um, and then, um, then I moved to Essex again for uni. Um, and I was at Essex Uni for um, three years, and then. That's when me and Laurie kind of like got together, kind of back and forth in uh, seeing Laurie and then we, when we finally like, got married. (laughs) um,
2: You say finally like it was a long time.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, it it wasn't very long at all. Yeah, um, it was 12 weeks. (laughs) 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 We were dating for 12 weeks and then we got married. Yeah. Damn.
2: Longer than
0: that. We were wow. engaged for 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say dating for longer than that. It wasn't that much Only a long few ago. months
2: longer. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that's kind of when you've known me. Uh, yeah, since living in Essex then. And then obviously recently I've moved away from Essex. And now I'm living in
1: Ashford. to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah well, well, where, so did you actually meet at university then? Or like, you know, did you... Um...
0: No, we met through like a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um... Who I knew, I went to school with them, and Laurie knew from like... I've known her
2: since she was little.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it was just a mutual friend, and she was having like a night out, and... um,
2: We used to do, my dad has, he doesn't have a minibus, he drives a minibus, which uh, belongs to... The Scouts. Scout group that he runs but um we basically used to say oh let's go on a bus tour and it would just be a group of all our friends we'd just go out and get <laughs> absolutely pissed <And> my <laughs> dad so uh the mu- the mutual friend of ours she was it was when she was going to uni wasn't it yeah yeah and uh we all met up um
0: it's like leaving drinks Cantor before not it? yeah and
2: then um we all went for drinks and that's where we met the first time which was like in the, in the september
0: 2014
2: yeah but, yeah was it 2014 or was it before then yeah, it,
0: was a re- it was back then i reckon
2: yeah no it's 2013 the first one
0: yeah it was back. it was, then, yeah. it
2: was 2013 the first <laughs> I one totally right? i Cape totally know i totally know where i'm at oh, right. <laughs> and then we met and at the time because i'm there's i'm four years older than Lawrence, so we did go to the same school but i was i'd I was either about left, to leave yeah. or left, had left by the time you'd started. Yeah. Um, but I knew of him because we had mutual friends. I
0: w- I knew your brother quite well. Yeah, because I've school. got a
2: twin. You've met my brother, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Um, we're, we're twins, but he stayed on at school. For so I
0: knew him quite well
2: when I left. So, but they—he he hated me. <laughs> <people.
0: laughs> I was like, I was like that little shit kid at school, like because then when I was about year seven at the time, and he was like year ten, eleven yeah. at the time, and so he would kind of like, he would run the library at the school during mm. lunchtimes, and I'd go in there and like just cause mayhem a little bit yeah. all,
2: I, all the stories Liam ever tells me is he always wanted to take the adult books out and I wouldn't let him
0: yeah, so yeah he was he never let me took out the interesting books <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we met on a night out with a mutual friend mm-hmm. uh we we're doing shots in the back of the scout van all having a great time yeah. <laughs> um yeah and uh and then we kind of just kept on talking, didn't we? And then... Not
2: to begin with, it was like... And then there was like a six-month break where yeah. we didn't talk to each other and then we went on another bus trip.
0: More shots in the back of the scout van. <laughs> which
2: was when we started talking more then. Yeah. Because we were both like... I was back at uni then as well, so we were studying. We were studying different subjects, but there was a lot of crossover with what we were studying. So we were helping each other out a lot.
0: I was doing English lit, and Laura was doing um, art, history. art history. And then we were actually studying quite a lot of similar people, weren't yeah. we? Really, like yeah.
2: And then I think there was one more bus trip, which is when we had the infamous thrown up over a roundabout. Hell
0: yeah! Um, <laughs> So, right, for, for context here, so this is like a really long story, but um, for context, so so Laurie messaged me saying they were doing this, um, doing this bus job and they're going out drinking, and um, Laurie's friend Emma had told me that they would be drinking, like, from an early hour, and, like, so by the time they picked me up at about nine o'clock, they would already be quite drunk, and I was like, oh, cool, and it just so happened that I was playing a festival that day, so... I was like on quite early at the festival and I played and then I started drinking. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Cause by the time they picked me up from this festival, I want to be like, I want to have that kind of like mellow, kind of like tipsy glow to me that they will also have. So we can like ride that high together. But so I was drinking away at this festival. It was a really shit festival as well. Like it was one of those ones where it was like, it was like the back of a van was the stage. Um, and he was in a field, and there was about two tents, and that was it. <laughs> and I was playing to two tents from the back of a van. And then to kind of, like, compensate with how awful it was, I was just drinking and drinking and drinking. And by the time they came to pick me up at about nine at night, I was already fucked. I was, like, <laughs> I was so drunk. And and I got on the, on the scout bus, and I was like, yeah, we're ready to party. And they hadn't even started drinking yet, and they'd, like...
2: Well, no, everyone has... But me and Emma weren't drinking because the week before we'd gone out and did... I can't remember what it was. It was like some charity barbecue thing that we were like working at. yeah. And we got absolutely trashed to the point where a week later I couldn't drink because the thought (laughs) of it made me feel sick. So
0: there I was completely like messed up already. And it was only like nine o'clock. These guys were sober. And then they were like forcing more and more drinks down me because literally like they were like pouring out shots and shot glasses as we're driving down the road.
2: Also, yeah, yeah, I I think you're about to say but we used to do, like, um see how many shots we could pour yeah. while the bus was moving yeah. in, in as quick a time as possible. Yeah. But also, it was a road... It would road, cause a mess. Yeah, yeah. Also, it was a road where there was, uh, like, speed bumps and all that stuff. So it was like, you can't spill anything. <laughs> Spillage is
0: leakage. Spillage is
2: leakage. Of course. So it was like, we were trying to set that amount. But because me and Emma weren't drinking, It was him making up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut, shut, shut. Yeah, I was drinking yours and Emma's and mine. But then, why did your dad put up with us all?
2: How did he fucking...
0: How did he manage to, like, be okay with all this? And the mess we must have caused. Because I remember that Scout bus, the floor just being sticky from all these, like, shots and stuff. Like, oh, no. So anyway,
2: we did the night out. Yeah. And then... So, it's about two two in the morning. Yeah, we got we got to like two in the morning, and the club was shutting early for some reason. Yeah, so we all decided to get my dad to come and pick. Up and I'm stood outside with him, it was pouring it down a rain, yeah. wasn't it? And he's just like what, what club were we at? Was it alpha beats or something? Probably. No,
0: it was chemistry. Okay. Oh,
2: chemistry,
0: Classy chemistry. Shout he's out to the out and he's there. like,
2: It's early! I've got another four hours left in me. <laughs> Cut to 20 minutes later, he's in the back of the van, and I just look at him and he's practically asleep. <laughs> and then his eyes just pop open, and I was like, Dad, you time. need to pull over. Lawrence is gonna throw up. And he went, No, no, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden you could just and I was like, Yeah, he's about to chug. So the closest <laughs> place he got to was like literally the side of a roundabout. And then, you know, like the metal barriers that they yeah. have that go around. All I could see was Lawrence's bum in the air over <laughs> this barrier while he was throwing up everywhere. So he finally got up. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Got back in the van, and then because my dad does a lot of like bus trips and he's used to people puking, he had like <laughs> Oh, like it's just like tarps, like <laughs> plastic sheets.
0: They wrap me up.
2: We literally wrapped him up, so it was just his head, <laughs> and he had this plastic box on his lap. And that was him all yeah. the
1: way home. Then. <laughs> Love that. So, yeah, uh, that's a really cool story. Um, did you appreciate yeah. your ass being up in the air over a uh, roundabout at the time, or? A... <laughs>
0: Uh, well, on it, I can't remember much of it to be fair, but uh, it's probably for the best. It, it really
1: is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, then so you guys obviously, you know, had this infamous drunken malarkey, and yeah. then, and then, then, so what happened afterwards? Were you like, you know, absolutely wasted? You just turned around to Laura's like, You imagine to go out sometime, was it?
2: <laughs> I had to ask him out. Huh? You know what Lawrence is like, where he goes through phases of just, like, ignoring all your messages and stuff. I do do that. And um, that summer, it was kind of, like, on and off talking. And then it got to, like... November. I wasn't ghosting
0: you,
2: I promise. No, he did have a girlfriend at the time, <laughs> though, which right, he yeah. never told me that <laughs> I knew about. Um,
0: Tell the world all my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, but we weren't dating we, then, so it's fine. We weren't dating, not then. And then, then. <laughs> uh, it got to like November time, and Linkin Park were playing at the O2, and I really wanted to go and I knew nobody else that would go with me and I was like, oh, I'll just go by myself but there were no standing tickets left and I didn't like the idea of just sitting next to somebody random <laughs> so I said to Lawrence, do you want to come with me? I like,
0: was the first thing he thought was like, oh, I know that guy that I sort of up on a, on a roundabout <laughs> he must like Linkin Park
2: <laughs> So he was like, yeah, cool so we went to this, that was like in the November we went to this gig together which we now call our non anniversary because yeah. I didn't go with the intention of it being a date, but apparently he did, <laughs> and then we just had like a nice time, yeah. it was just a really cool time. Let we just
0: carried on talking. We just carried
2: on talking, and then um, I was obviously still in Kent at the time, and Lawrence was in Essex, and then you came back for Christmas, didn't you? Yeah. And then that's when it all kind of like kicked off between us, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So, and like then,
0: Christmas
2: was good.
0: And then a few months later, yeah. got married.
2: Like the January, we like kind of made it official date in, and then we got engaged in the March, Mm -hmm. and then then it was literally
0: 12 weeks after. Literally
2: 12 weeks after, so 26th of June, we, we
0: kind of like we didn't like the idea of just like being no offense to the people that do it, but like they're just getting engaged and it's years and years later. They actually get married. It's like, Oh, what's the point? If like you're together and you're really happy and you actually just want to get married, just do it. And we had like a really small ceremony. Uh, we just had loads of our mates around and yeah, it was really, really nice. It was really fun.
2: Yeah. We talked about just like going down the registry office and doing it like like without telling anyone. Yeah. But like legally we had, we couldn't, like, the, the soonest we were legally allowed to get married was the date that we got married. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like you have to have, like, it's like three months waiting time on registration or whatever. Um, But yeah, and then I was like, but also I'd want my family to be there. So we literally just had, like, a <laughs> tiny, tiny little ceremony, didn't we? It was cool, though. It was yeah. good. Yeah. It was nice. Who was there your you best man? Story,
0: man? What so, was that?
1: Who was your best man? <laughs>
0: Well, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So my best man was meant to be (laughs) Um, is my best mate uh, is a guy called Josh, who I don't know if you've met or not. He he goes to some of my shows. He's a great guy, but um, he lives down in Kent. Um, He's a great dude. But on the day, he was like feeling horrendously ill. And I think he was also a little bit nervous about it all. Um, He's very, very shy. And he doesn't like kind of like social stuff. And. Uh, I don't know if he'll mind me saying, but he like <laughs> Josh, I'm so sorry if you listen to this. But he like really wasn't very well and was like having the shits and was just anxious and scared. And so he like he came to the ceremony and like did like the rings and all that and then he was like, I have to go. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> so for like the rest of the day he kinda wasn't there. So we had um we had Abby, who's the girl who it was her parties that we met the, with the scout bus and all that. She um, she did her own little best man speech, kind She's of
2: best woman wasn't it?
0: Best woman, yeah, for the rest of it. So yeah, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Josh, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> we know <laughs> oh, she was. Uh, like, so uh, how, when when would you say you started your um, your your career so like as, as a musician so when when was like because obviously you uh, were wolf Sunday, now you're now just lawrence crow in the imaginary band um <laughs> when 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 did this all begin
0: um so, it, i i know exactly where um it was <laughs> um so i was like in like bands and stuff before I went to uni Mm -hmm. uh, in Kent, I was in a bunch of bands. Um, I was in this one, but I I always played bass in the bands. Um, Probably the only one that ever really got anywhere was uh, a band called overnight angels. Um, And we got, we ended up going on like, uh, like, BBC Radio James yeah, Whale show, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they were quite cool. Um, my friend Nikki, who was singing, she's like doing solo stuff now as well. So check out her. She goes under the name Nikita Faye. She does amazing, like so. Her...
2: She's uh, operatically trained.
0: Yeah, she does like this amazing operatic stuff, and she actually sung at our wedding as yeah. well. She's she's amazing. Yeah, check out Nikita Faye. But um, but yeah, so we were in a band together, and then when I went to uni, um, obviously I couldn't really commute or anything to like keep the band going so we had to kind of like call it a day a bit um but um but i wanted to still make music so i carried on kind of like i was like oh i really want to keep on playing music so i never played guitar before because i'd always played bass so i bought myself a really really shitty acoustic guitar like really shitty like it was under 100 quid it was really trash um i've still got it actually it's somewhere um it's terrible um and uh i covered it in stickers so it's punk as fuck and um and i like learned like the really basic four chords it was like yeah i could just teach some g and c and g then i
1: started like
0: c and d yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly and I was <laughs> like, oh, c,
1: everything c. Mate.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah i was like and then i can like put some lyrics to it and like within like a week I'd like written like ten songs, literally like a week after learning guitar. And I was like, I'm gonna gig, I'm gonna gig again. I I missed doing that because and I like put myself down like some like really shitty local bars. I think the very first Wolf Sunday show I ever did was at um in Chelmsford. It was at like this place that I don't think exists anymore, but I think it was called like the Triangle Club or something. Okay. It was really weird, it was like In this weird, like, industrial estate government building thing that's just down the road from where the Golden Fleece is, and you have to, like, have, like, a pass to get in, they've got weird gates, and you go in there, and then you go through this weird government building, and then down some stairs, and there's this basement bar and they put on like weird shows there and no wonder it doesn't exist anymore cuz like I'd never heard of it until I like tried to play there and like, it was weird and like a whole three people turned up and I played my 10 songs that I'd literally written the week before and um, and yeah it was and that's how I started and then right okay and then I thought I need to record an album I've been doing this for a week I've played two shows <laughs> I learned guitar a week ago. I'm gonna record an album. And um when I was at uni, uh, there was like a uni radio station. And um and uh and I used to kinda like help out there. I had like a morning radio show on there where I'd play like punk punk music to and they'd like blast it out over the uh over like the uni I used to campus. To do a radio show. Yeah, yeah, they played yeah. the digitizer so you could tune in everywhere else. But they used to blast out over like the SU and like in the little uni shop. And I'd be just, it'd be like nine in the morning and I'd be blasting out Black Flag. <laughs> and it was great. And <laughs> uh, and, then, and I thought to myself, because you had to, to get into the actual radio room, you had to have a password to get in. And they stopped all the radio shows at eleven o'clock at night, and I knew that they started again at eight in the morning because that was my show. <laughs> and then, um, and I thought to myself, they've got they've got recording desks in there, they've got actual microphones, and I thought, oh well, if I don't get caught, I could break into the radio station, I could record an album. <laughs> so I did it. I waited till the last uh, to the last like radio show ended at 11 at night and i snuck up the stairs and i entered the code in and i went in and then <laughs> and then i literally spent like three consecutive nights from 11 till about four in the morning just recording and i just recorded and recorded and, recorded, and then and it came out with like 10 songs and uh, the album is actually still online somewhere. It's the Troubadour album, or EP thing, really. Because um, all the songs are about two minutes long, and they're all really shit. Um, but yeah, it's the Troubadour EP that's on the Wolf Sunday Bandcamp. And I literally recorded it on a, in a uni radio station, breaking in in the night. Literally not very long after how, learning how to play guitar.
1: <laughs> I remember you you told me that gig at... Um you tell me that story you tell that story at gigs sometimes it just always makes me laugh it never <laughs> never fails to make you smile just because like this, this is a man who had a dream and he had a dream to make that damn EP <laughs> <laughs> and I did it <laughs> yeah
0: I, I'm proud of that I'm proud of that it's like the most like chaotic neutral thing I think I've ever done you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gee whiz mate <laughs>
0: because like you needed some like recorded stuff to be able to chuck out <laughs> so you can get more gigs you know and it worked because like i literally spent like that was that was like 2013 i spent from 2013 to about 20 to about last year just like continuously playing shows like like i laurie can contest to the fact that i played way too many shows and like it, yeah it's, i was always driving about to stupid places and playing shows
1: what was uh, the most gigs you've done in like one day so I'm pretty sure you did like a uh, festival one day and ended up at another place later on.
0: Yeah, the one that I really remember is it must have been about 2017 or 2018. I was like on this tour with my buddy Brandon. Have you met Brandon, I Neil? Think, yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We play a lot of shows together. He's he's amazing. Check out Brandon Neil as well to anyone that's listening. Um, he's amazing. He does like really shouty folk punk stuff as well. But we we were booked to play. So I was booked to play a show in Sheffield, and I played that. It was like an afternoon show, one in the morning. It was great. There was at least five people, which is like a good show for me. Um, and we played that. And then Brandon had a show in Leeds, which is only about an hour or so drive from Sheffield. And that was at about five o'clock in the evening. And we we're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. We can we can get that in. So we drove. We did the show, and um, he managed to get me like on the lineup as well because he's a fucking lad. And, um, so we both played those shirts, but then I thought, you know, like we're playing two shows in one day. There's this guy who runs a festival up in Hartlepool. And he was like, I really want you to play this show. And I was like, well, I've got two shows. But that book that day, I think I can fit that in as well. And I was like, but I am playing two other shows that day. So I might be late. And he was like, it's all right. It's all right. We'll slap you on the end. Um, but I didn't realise how far away Hartlepool was, and it ended up being like another like two, three. Hours. It was bad traffic, and it was about another three-hour drive in bad traffic from Leeds. So I ended up doing about four hours driving between gigs, and I ended up getting to that show about nine or ten at night, about five minutes before I was supposed to go on. Damn, yeah, <laughs> and like it wasn't an- like yeah, it wasn't good because. The, like <laughs> turning up and then instantly having to play, like it just doesn't really kind of like correlate to a good show in any way. Mm. And I, I tried; uh, it was it was fun. There was more people at that show for sure yep. than the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that that was pretty wild. And then we ended up getting like McDonald's and driving all the way back to where Brandon lives in Leicester, which was about another five-hour drive back afterwards. Me getting back to his at about five in the morning. <laughs> That was a long day. <laughs>
1: Couldn't catch a That's break. A, my
2: car's broken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not good for the car that kind of lifestyle. It's <laughs> the most gigs you've ever done, there. I've seen you've done some like pretty wild stuff as well,
1: right? Um, um I think I'm only about two. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, I, I don't count like you know the same place when they ask you to do like another set as like you know another oh, sure, gig. Yeah. Uh, I'm always about, like, you know, uh, yeah, the closest I did was basically, um, (laughs) um, you know, the basement in Cheltsford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They always book me in for uh, the main cap charity gigs, uh, because I'm family-friendly, apparently. Um, (laughs) I always get there. I completely forget what kind of gig I'm playing to, and I'm playing to, like, you know, all these, like, uh, like really special-needed people who are awesome, Um, and, like, um, so, um, yeah, so I get there, and uh, I play that gig, and my old man come along. And then like said, yeah, the night's over. It was like you know, eight eight thirty. We're like, what? <laughs> you yeah. I've been here, had a drink, <laughs> and, yeah. and then we will go, okay, well, fair enough. And then basically we just went back to Browood and played Open White Night. <laughs> oh
2: cool, yeah.
1: yeah. Not as exciting as your story. I can I can get no, an I can cool. tell you an exciting story. Actually, no. Here we go. Yeah. I played Basement one night, right? Yeah. And then we went over to. It was either that or I was playing Asylum, one of the two. I was playing right. either Asylum or Basement. So I went there, and then next thing you know, like after a few drinks, you just there like you know, uh, I haven't got lucky tonight or anything like that. Never really did anyway. <laughs> Caves next door in it. <laughs> Ended up in there. I I played upstairs in the cave.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: that uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was weird because basically I was just standing there. One of the girls came up to me. Was like, "Can you play the song?" I was like, "Yeah, right then." <laughs> went upstairs, played Under the Sea. You know, like, um, you she,
0: have your guitar
1: with you at the time? Yeah. Like, oh right, yeah. Right, and <laughs> she she uh she had a piercing somewhere, and I stopped the song before I got to the chorus. Went, "Did that hurt?" And she was like, "No, nah, it was all right actually." You know, you just kind of standing there next <laughs> <you're like, "Ooh." laughs> to you, like that off Under the Sea. I
0: I like going back to like your shows and i love the way you do do you like crowd interaction you always like stop and talk to the crowd and I, it's just it's great yeah you're very good at that <laughs> yeah your are so funny
1: <laughs> I, always, I always i don't know what like me and you we have a connection with that band the drama llamas
0: uh oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we played there with them at the basement right yeah we played a few times with them at the basement right yep. i think yeah oh
1: yeah, Hell right. yeah. And uh, Laurie will come along, uh, help you out with the merchandise. Uh, what's it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: promote,
1: promote your business, Laurie. What, what's your What's your What's your knitting business called?
2: It's crocheting. It's not knitting. <laughs> 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 it's uh, called Laurie Llama. Um, yeah, I just make little like toys. My biggest seller is hats. I make these <laughs> and they sell like n- like I don't know, like every now and then. They
0: are good though.
2: Yeah, like on Etsy, they're my biggest seller and stuff. Good but, hats. Um, But yeah, I make like bespoke... I I don't know if I can technically call them toys... For legal reasons.
0: What the toy maker is going to sue you.
2: Well, no, because if you sell <laughs> toys, you're supposed to see test them, and you're supposed to have like the certificate or a little label on each one. And I don't do that, so I think if I call them collectibles, uh, then right. I get away with it. The FBI I... are
0: listening to this podcast yeah. right now. They're going to get you.
2: That's, <laughs> that's what I say anyway. But yeah, I make I make like little creatures. Um, I uh, today I posted a chameleon that I made, mm-hmm. and he's gone down really well. But I've done like a load of like nightmare before christmas baubles and like um i was my friend he ordered a, like a whole set of them so i did like a jack skeleton and then sandy claws and then they wanted sally and a uh, zero is a tree topper which is yeah.
0: cool.
2: so um yeah it's just it's just a bit of fun really isn't it you've been doing yeah. well with it though you yeah. like keep
0: getting orders it's really cool and, uh, i've like. been really
2: stressed out with them <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: that christmas time kind of like hype yeah. like uh,
1: people um... want them. Uh, 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 at work, my best friend Callum, he uh, he comes to one of the gigs, and he um, he bought the the uh, the wolf brooch, uh, uh, the crocheted one. That's like OG
0: classic. Yeah, yeah. I always forget about all the stuff you've I mean. made. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah,
1: we we that's have one point. of them sitting at work. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I've definitely still got like one lying around somewhere. But yeah, they're like OG. Like... They
2: were like before I could properly crochet as well. Yeah, I didn't know how to do it then, and I.
0: I've kind of taught myself. That's crazy. I completely forgot i it, forgot. Right. I forgot. Yeah. It well. because your stuff's progressed so much yeah. since then. Like, oh,
1: man. That's really cool. <laughs> Have you still got one as well somewhere? Uh, yeah. I bought a whole... Uh, like, what was it? You remember There's was one time, right? It's a funny story with uh, us. And... Um, <laughs> One one day, uh, like uh, you released your uh, EP uh, or like album, the uh, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was, but uh, anyway, I'm always
2: releasing
1: something. <laughs> I am um, I ended up like you know for something which was like ten pounds or so, if if I can remember, I was drunk and I sent you forty pounds. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh wow! <laughs> it was what like a GoFundMe I... <laughs> thing, so then basically you just sent like everything to me. You sent like two T-shirts, oh. a, a, a brooch, uh-huh. the two out. I think you sent. Me two copies of the album as well so, yeah, like, he, he Mate, said, I, if you send 40 quid
0: I'll
1: do anything honestly <laughs> <laughs> it was, literally it was just like a whole uh, you know gift bag just like in the post I was like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah <laughs> it's funny
0: yeah.
1: oh man yeah <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was like a message you go Lawrence sent you 40 quid <laughs> you deserve it man. You're just like, Cheers, bud, I'll just send you a care package down
0: <laughs> oh, Have you ever done any like physical releases or anything? are you scared like Disney or like yeah. Sue you Sue, yeah, yeah?
1: We did a we did an album um like once. Um I recorded it in this guy's um like wardrobe. Oh cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right, I love it.
1: It was one where like, you know, I'd had to like record like all the guitar in separately and things like that. Uh, yeah. And then like I'd sing the song, um, and then like uh, it's one of them things where I listen back to and just like, like this is embarrassing, uh, <laughs> mainly because like all the songs are out of time. But so like, oh, you know, right. I yeah. spent like thirty quid on it or something like that. So at the end of the day, I was oh, there like you um, know what <laughs> my mate was there like you was know the way, like if it's
0: if it's DIY like I mean it's always gonna maybe
1: yeah,
0: oh, yeah. that's called, a uh, shame because I would I'd love to hear. Like, your stuff and, like, your renditions, like, recorded and mm. awesome. But you got to do them justice, haven't you? you got to make sure the recordings kind of do what you do justice, you know
1: yeah. So And then the only other two songs I've ever wrote were, like, Night Elf and The Perfect Ending, so... Uh, night <laughs> Elf! <laughs> <laughs> One of my <those>, like...
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, how can you forget Night Elf? <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, that needs to get recorded. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> that, that was yeah. actually on the, the CD that we made. Um, And then, like, yeah, we just... um. We, we just, uh, like, gave out party bags full with, like, the CDs, cupcakes, and things like that, uh, one, a gig once, and then, like, just... Saying, yeah. So it's probably about, like, 50 CDs somewhere, you yeah. oh,
0: wow. <laughs> That's, like, a super, like, limited... A rare. Yeah, Matt Haslam collector's edition, mm. that.
1: <laughs> I remember, It'd like, my work. mate had it in his car, awesome. and I was like, oh, please get rid of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll see them on, like, Discogs for, like, thousands of pounds in 20 years, honestly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How do you like an out of time CD? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, like, uh, I remember the guy's name who did it was called John Carney. He's he's a rapper actually. Um, he uh, raps right. about like um, yeah, like murder and things like that. It's weird. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: but,
1: you know. That sounds um, pretty cool. Yeah, he's like, really he's really good. Yeah, like if you listen to his stuff, like it, like it's it banned on like Facebook quite a lot for <laughs> it gets taken oh, down yeah, by but... Facebook because Is it's that quite dark. Huh? Is that the
0: name he goes under? Is that the name under on a online
1: uh, like with his I'll find him for you and I'll send you over the details
0: yeah yeah do I'm, I'm always down for some like murder rap that sounds that sounds <laughs> rad yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah um, <laughs> where, where's, like, <laughs> the weir- where's the weirdest like venue you've ever played Uh
0: um, I <laughs> I, I know exactly where uh, I once played in a laundrette
1: right, that is such a good video
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we got the video for it and everything. Yeah. So it was literally like the um I used to run the punk society at the University of Essex and we used to have like socials and sometimes we'd do like gigs for the socials and um and this one. We'd like hired out this venue space and we were gonna do like loads of bands playing and stuff, but it all kinda fell through in the end, so I was like, Fuck it i'm just gonna play a couple of acoustic songs and instead of a venue we'll just rock up at the laundrette and i made like a a really shitty poster because at the time i was doing like really really crappy paint posters <laughs> where i'd like find an image of like some guy from adventure time or something on the internet i'd slap it on a poster with some like comic sans and super diy and <laughs> and, and i was like yeah playing at the laundrette nine o'clock tonight be there and we just literally there was like people doing their laundry and then we were like rocked up, and I, I was just stood on the washing machine doing my thing, shouting a lot. <laughs> and it was great. And that was definitely like the weirdest place I've ever played.
1: Yeah. Like how did the people like doing their laundry take it? <laughs>
0: they were scared, yeah. I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's, you can see the faces on that, that video. They're definitely like worried. They're like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, <laughs> what's the weirdest place you've played? Um,. I mean,
1: I mean, the club, obviously, but, like... Yeah. Um...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a really good question. I don't really know myself. I'm just having to think right now, like, of actually yeah. places I've played, like... Um, I'll have to think about it and get back in this episode. But one of yeah, my favourite yeah. gigs has to be the pl- that pub in Coggleshaw where you, uh, you guys invited me to.
2: Oh, yeah! Do you know
0: what? This is is great, because I'm like, honestly, there's so many, like, cool gigs that I've played and done that I've just completely, like, blanked and forgotten about. Mm. And it's just bringing back so many good memories, Like, that was great. I talk about that all the time,
2: because my boss, Craig he was like, when I told him about you, he was like, I have, he has to come, he has to come. <laughs> he was so excited, And it was literally yeah. all he would tell, like, every time I saw him, he goes, have you booked him yet? Have you got him yet? Is he coming? Is he coming? And I'm like, don't worry, I'll get it sorted. And then that night when you played, he was I've, so happy. I've never seen him so happy before.
0: <laughs> it's just like, it's like, he was like tall, he was like six foot five, like, really like proper Essex lad guy, like, yeah. singing along to Disney. It was great.
1: <laughs> the other guy, he he actually um, oh, like someone like said I was down the Swan once in Brentwood and uh, they went oh yeah can you do us a favour Um, we really enjoyed your set to send can you come down to the cathedral this Sunday, uh, Saturday and play a beer festival? I was like yeah alright I've got nothing else planned so I ended up going yeah. there and the other fella was actually there cause, and then like, it, yeah, like the person who invited me was like yeah, we got the surprise act. He plays Disney songs. He was like, "No way!" Yeah. <laughs> he played my pub in Coggle, show. <laughs> uh, oh, that's really cool.
0: Was that like, the only open mic that they actually ever did there? No, they
2: did a few. They did a few yeah. more.
0: Because I remember we were proper like that rallying. Was, we were yeah. like, "Yeah, let's do an open mic there."
2: Because you were the, working with the That was there. the first one that they'd held. Yeah. Held. And they did do a few after that, but I don't
0: think they went down as well. I don't know. That's shit. That was a really good night. That was really
1: yeah. good. On top yeah. of that, free barbecue. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> well, technically, uh, we threw in a donation. I think I threw in like a five pound. <laughs> yeah. It
2: was my birthday as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well,
1: yeah that, that was, was that was a really really fun night. That was. Um. Because like, um, I remember playing a uh, Rainbow Connection. There was a girl who, an Irish girl there, who said like, she come up to me after. I was like, that Rainbow song. What was it called? I was like. Rainbow Connection, went, who does it? I like, the Frog. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly who that is you're talking yeah. about as well. <laughs> That's
2: so funny. Did and, uh, she work? No, she was always in there and she was always pierced. Oh, right. I, like, <laughs> I know exactly who that is. I can't remember her name for the life of me, but I know who that is. That's funny.
1: <laughs> and then I got to see one of the coolest things I think I'd never see in my life. I got to see a blind man play the guitar.
0: That was amazing. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. I forgot about him as well. Yeah, he was really good.
1: Yeah, he was singing a song about his dog. Seven. Yeah, wow.
0: I can't remember. The it, Wolf it, House song, wasn't
1: it? Mm, his wife that. come and just put him on the chair. And he's like, yeah. he had two kids there with him as well, if I can remember. And yeah. he just started absolutely rocking it out, if I can remember. I was sitting there like, <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know why I'm playing this. You know, like, you've know, got, got people with <laughs> better talent already. I, you know, well, my, my rule with me is I just like going on first. Because once I'm, you know, there, I don't have to, you know, try and upstage anyone or anything like that. I know <laughs> that I'm there and I'm going to get off that stage and I can go and get drunk straight away.
0: That's it, yeah, yeah. I always get, like, really antsy, like, when I'm not playing first. Because, yeah. like, I'm watching all the other acts. I'm like, oh, God, these guys are really good. And I'm like, I'm just that dude that shouts on the acoustic guitar about, like, pirate songs. <laughs> like, I do some sea shanties yelling. Like, but yeah, I, I always get really antsy, and it's the same thing. It's like I don't really like to drink before I play because mm. I've done that and it doesn't end well. Yeah. So I like to drink afterwards, and like it's when you're on a little bit later, it's like you, yeah, you can't really like get comfortable and have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Play, playing when you're drunk is dangerous. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I've, oh. had, I've had lots of like forgetting lyrics, and yeah. I
2: think one of the first shows. Of yours, I went to. Yeah, you got absolutely trashed. I remember <laughs> you. Could, I th- I don't think you sang a single song. Like uh, I think what? you had the entire like because. So she kept singing, like telling oh, you. Yeah, songs. yeah. <laughs>
0: it was a bit of like a running joke for a while that like I the people in the crowd knew the lyrics better than me. And there was this one girl that used to come to a lot of my shows and she literally would. So I think that show I did just kind of give her the mic.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like
0: fucking and that, about that drinking and like
2: stuff. That was like the first show of yours I'd come to <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Beth. She's great. Oh, I miss her. I miss her. Yeah. She's great.
1: <laughs> the loyal fans. Yeah. Bless them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I've, like, it's funny, like just kind of, thinking of his memories, like I've had some really, really good times playing shows and with you as well. Like, but like, yeah, it's, I I miss it so much this year with like COVID and stuff. It's really like changed so much and not being able to play shows for so long. It really is like, it like, I don't know. It's, it's very depressing. (laughs) I can't wait to get back out there and like get drunk in a bar and shout.
1: (laughs) I think looking at it then, the weirdest one I might've played. And I, I don't know why it's the weirdest. But it was weird because yeah okay I'll tell this one. Um, yeah. Have you ever heard of a pub in London called the Armishan Arms?
0: I don't think so. No,
1: no nothing wrong with the pub. It's a really nice pub actually. Uh, but like you know, so the front of it is just this really small barn, and the back is just this quite a big venue. And uh, like you know, professional guys with like um, like you know iPads doing the sound and things like that. And then uh, like my thing was basically, you're the first person on since. Carl Barrett from the Libertines, <laughs> or oh, something wow. like that. So basically, he played like the night before, or something like that, and they put me on the oh, day afterwards. God. So I was like the first person on since this guy. Um, <laughs> and <like laughs> basically, it was me playing. No, no fans there at all. Just the other bands and musicians. And I was basically, the, <laughs> I was just basically their entertainment.
0: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> crazy though like you played right after fucking libertines that's crazy that's a claim to fame right there
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was funny you could
0: say you could say that you closed the libertine show it's just like (laughs) it was just a delayed between the sets yeah
1: um there has probably uh, there has been some like weird sets like the most hated one I've ever had was like I love playing there, but this one time it just absolutely really pissed me off. It was uh, the Golden Fleece. Yeah. Right. The last time I played there, uh, I'm probably not going to get invited back, you know, because basically I was there, like, <laughs> I put a thing up on Facebook afterwards. Like it was, there was a couple of like you know obviously people who were like a bit you know rowdy before I even got there. It was only five o'clock. It was yeah. six o'clock in the afternoon. I was meant to be playing, so I got there, um, and uh, it was people just standing there just requesting like Coldplay. Bruce Springsteen and like all these other things I'm like call the Disney guy come on give me a break yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> a <little> <laughs> and every
1: time they requested a song I kept saying well the next band after me I'm pretty sure they'll take requests I'm not taking any at the moment and yeah, it, got, yeah. it got so bad they just put because like, they were just constantly heckling me they put a uh, <laughs> what's it called a security guard behind me but the coolest <laughs> thing about it was the next day I went to Slam Dunk Festival alright yeah and um thinking. One of the fellas who was in a band. I can't. I don't know what his band's name is, but you probably know him. Uh, he's got black hair. I think he's a bassist, and I think it's called like his band's called Bear Something. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I was at I was at down. Uh, what's it called? Slam Dunk, and I was just walking like, you know to the I think toilet. a big
0: band or like a local band?
1: I think it's a local band. Is
0: it Tom Maguire?
1: No, it's not Tom Maguire. Um, hmm. I'll find out his name is anyway. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the unsung hero. He come up to me and, yeah. uh, I, you know, I was at like slam dunk. He just bumped into me. He was like, "Disney guy, <laughs> was like, we saw you play <laughs> yesterday. You got absolutely heckled." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, Don't worry, it. "Don't worry about. Don't worry about. You know, you're all good. You're all good." I said like, that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> was that one of the Golden Fleece ones where they like chuck you in the beer garden, or was that like beer actually on there? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I quite like it. It was quite fun. I, pl- uh, I supported. Oh, no, it was... It was. I think the last time I played the Golden Fleece, I was out there and I was supporting Grant Sharkey, who is amazing. Do you know him? No, well, I went,
1: can't say uh, do.
0: He's amazing. So he's like this quite short, quite big set guy. He's amazing. He's the loveliest guy. And he just comes along... He drove all the way up from Southampton with his double bass and he just stands there, plays the double bass and then sings these like amazing, funny political songs. Mm. He's great. He's actually so he's doing a thing. He's been doing it like for as long as I've known him, which is like years now. Uh, But he's doing an album every six months for like something like 30 years or something and like he names all the albums like this is number one out of 60 two out of 60 three out of 60 I think he's on like he's on like quite a high number now because like I've known him for a while but yeah and he um he's he's committed to it for sure but like yeah he's a great guy um yeah everyone should check out Grant Sharky as well (laughs) doing all the shout outs (laughs)
1: that's cool man Man, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of, like, one of our funniest gigs together. Um, we're mainly Golden Fleece, basement, uh, I don't know if it's basement, the pub. I think we played the Asylum,
0: asylum together a couple of times. Mate, Sorry, Asylum,
1: I missed that place. I missed that place, yeah,
0: I that place. yeah, yeah. they were great. Yeah.
1: So Tell us about when you, like, you know, made your hand explode playing there.
0: Yeah, yeah, sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Man, like, um, yeah. yeah. It uh, was crazy asylum as well because you could always hear like the trains going over, couldn't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> especially us because we're acoustic, like you'd always have to kind of stop for a minute to let the trains go over. <laughs> it,
1: it, was, it was the most real place because like, like you go, then it's like there's not much, there's not many places like that anymore. And like yeah. somehow. Um, this fat ginger kid here from Essex, Brentwood, Essex, <laughs> would go there, and there'll be people who would actually be there to see me. I'd be like, uh, "What?" <laughs> like really confused. Like I don't even bring that many people to Brentwood, and I live there. But you know, <laughs> always in asylum. People just appreciated music, and like. Um, yeah yeah i remember going like i remember the sound man he, he still does sound in the uh golden fleece as well and uh <laughs> i went i went to my gig i uh, went to a gig with my uh ex-missus last year we saw a band called Onsind in um okay. some like hipster place in london i can't remember what it was called <laughs> it was just like some youth center but uh yeah. <laughs> we went in and um like I just saw the sound guy. I was there like, "It's him!" <laughs> I, was okay. like, I was talking to him for ages. I was saying like, "Hey, man!" He was saying like, "Yeah, not too bad. You do the Disney songs, don't I was like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think you said you do the kids songs, don't you? I was like, "Yep."
0: <laughs> oh. That, like how does it feel to just like everywhere you go to just be like oh it's the guy that does the Disney songs like <laughs> like are you cool with that or is it like annoying to a point like
1: <laughs> I, I always say to people like the mo you know when people come up to me and say like I'm your biggest fan I, I hate that <laughs> I hate that so much because I feel like you know what there's better people out there you can be fans of oh. <laughs> <laughs> right um, oh. like literally it, it just it, it's it's really like you know it's it just hits me and I'm there like I feel bad for them literally I remember once <laughs> like, I've, I've told this story many times but this this guy he uh, yeah, had Down syndrome and he come up to me and said I'm your biggest fan I was thinking oh come on why why me <laughs> you know sweet, yeah he was really really sweet, really sweet and like but it just I just felt bad for him because he said he was my biggest fan and I was there like. This, better people out there like you know uh, Ed Sheeran's killing at the moment you know
0: uh. I'd rather go to one of your
1: shows than Ed Sheeran's if I'm honest fair enough I'll take that but um, just just when people you know say that it really it hits me it feels like I've just been punched in the stomach like I'd rather get heckled than someone come up to me and say I'm your biggest fan that
2: is funny that is funny
0: um, oh, you should be proud of yourself and proud of what you do, though, because like it's great that like people always have such a good ch- like time at your shows, and I always have a great time. You always have a great time yeah. at your shows, you know. Like, and you put on an amazing show. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... I, I, I'm not surprised that people are like your biggest fan. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I, I, it just makes me feel bad for them. So that's that's the moral of the story. <laughs> really. um, yeah considering I don't really play that much anymore I don't ever get any bookings that much anymore there's been places where like you know where it's just like oh this feels like magic I think I could play you all the time and then like you go back the second time you just say like "Uh, I don't think the crowd are liking me tonight for some reason
0: (laughs) I I once played this show in London and um, it got booked as like a private show and I was like yeah sweet this would be great Uh, And it was, like, upstairs in this pub in London. And I went there. I got in. And it was, like, an afternoon show. I was like, that's cool. That'd be totally fine. Um, Went up to the venue. And as I opened the door, it was just, like, loads and loads of kids running around. (laughs) Like, loads of kids. And I was like, right, what's going on here? And and I go to the guy that's kind of, like, looking after all these kids. And they're all about four or five. They're young kids. And the guy says, oh this is a kid's birthday party. Maybe they've double booked or something. And um, and I'm like, right. And then the guy's like, okay, let me check. So he goes and checks at the bar and he comes back and he's like, yeah, they've double booked this. Um, do you want to just play to some kids? <laughs> so I ended up playing like a 20 minute set to like a bunch of five year olds. And, and I, I can't tell if, They enjoyed it more than normal people, like adults or or I don't know, but yeah, they seem to have a kids
2: always love you.
0: Yeah, yeah. They did seem to have a good time, but then I did have to like I had to be really careful with like not swearing and stuff, which I'm not very good at and yeah. (laughs) But that so that is probably like one of the weirdest or most interesting gigs (laughs) I've ever played. That was that was something. And I went away just being like, What what was that? Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, you I bet you would have had a better time at that kids party than the uh, uh, than, than the other gig anyway
0: they did have cake and balloons and they don't really have that at most gigs at play, so I play mean,
1: <laughs> what kind of cake was it
0: uh, I, I can't remember it
1: was like something chocolatey I don't know yeah. I had a little bit it was good <laughs> <laughs> any gig that I can get paid in cake is a good gig <laughs> you can imagine you can just imagine like poor Lawrence sitting there with a little, little party out on like eating cake you know <laughs> 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 feeling like a millionaire yeah, there.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like with yourself does it you know like at the end of the day I, I get booked for like so many charity gigs which is great yeah um, yeah and then like other people are like, you know, well, I don't know if I can pay you. And so they're like, you know, well, at the end of the day, you're giving me an opportunity. So at the end of the day, I don't care if you pay me or not, really. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel that. That's how I basically feel. Like I just say like a gig's a gig. You know, if I get booked, I basically will probably be there.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try your best, yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you ever had to play like a, a wedding or anything like that yet? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: La- was it last year?
2: We played a couple of them, you did
0: one which was in Ashford a few years ago. I, I did, yeah. I've played a few weddings. I was, I was just thinking about, I played my godfather's wedding last year <laughs> and um, they they said to me they just wanted like, <clears throat> it was actually during the ceremony, they wanted some music and they said they didn't really care what it was as long as it was a cover and it was something romantic and I, me and Laurie were both going for a phase at the time of really liking Carole King. Um, who does, like, You've Got a Friend. Like, every
2: and... song ever. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's she's written some amazing songs. She's great. But but I was like, all oh, right, I'll do You've Got a Friend. That's a great song. It's quite nice and romantic and sweet. And it's just a cool song. So I said to Don, I was like, I'll do that. Um, and he was like, cool. And it, So we get to the wedding. And, um, and it's in the daytime just before the ceremony is about to happen. And I'm like, shit. I don't know the lyrics, so I, I say to Laurie, "It's like right. What I need you to do is, I'm gonna write down the lyrics on a big bits of card."
2: It wasn't even that. Like, we were <laughs> like, how can we do this? And Lawrence's mum had given me a pair of shoes that I'd wear yeah. I was wearing for the wedding. And I'd torn the box up yeah. and in massive letters. It wasn't even all the lyrics. It was just, like, the first word of each line. I just
0: needed like, something to jog my memory to mm. make sure I'm on the right track. <laughs> so so Laurie was at the back of, like, the crowd, just holding up, like, holding up <laughs> random words on card while I was singing. <laughs> (laughs) yeah it
2: pissed it down in rain as well it was outside oh god yeah uh, not covered over well the
0: thing it was like a really nice day until about five minutes before that it was so it was outside in the field and it was right by a river (laughs) and they were gonna come down the river on this little boat stop off at like the field jump off the boat do the ceremony and then jump back on the boat and float off and as they were going down the river on the boat it just suddenly started pouring rain like it
2: was like torrential
0: horrendous out of nowhere there were people running for cover there were people um the um the like speakers for the event were kind of in these like little tents that were just like
2: the size of one
0: person yeah just big enough for one person to stand up inside so there were people <laughs> trying to like get in there and get up for cover <laughs> it was chaos and then and then after about five minutes it all like subsided everyone was drenched my guitar was drenched because i had it out ready for this and like yeah it was,
2: it was yeah it was and then as soon as the ceremony
0: had
1: finished it was beautiful sunshine yeah <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> typical. And that's what you get for doing a wedding outside. Like, <laughs> I, crazy. I've, I've done one. Um, yeah. It, it, it was it was actually all right. Like I actually had a good time. Um, yeah. Like, they went, how much do you want? And I was like, well, I can't charge you. It's your wedding day. <laughs> you know, like,
0: oh, then, oh, Most so, people would like charged double for that. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah.
1: So I got I got there and um, you know it was in the middle of. Um, can't remember where it was. It was like um, yeah. Kelvin and Hatch going on to the next town kind of thing. Um, yeah. I got there and uh, basically um, I played the set, and they just come up to us like, "Look, we can't, you know, we can't not let you have any money." Here's fifty quid. I was oh. like, "Sweet." Um, and then basically people just kept buying me drinks, um, just talked to people <laughs> I didn't know. Um, yeah. yeah, it was uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it comes to it, the bride and groom like, "Look, we'll sort out your travel on the way home." Turns out, I couldn't get a taxi home or anything, uh, oh, no. so I had to call up one of my friends. And I was like, "Look, I wouldn't do this usually, but can you give me a lift?" <laughs> <And laughs> he come and picked me up, and I just gave like stole some donuts from the. Paid uh, <laughs> 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 <come off> <laughs> him in donuts from the lift. <laughs> and I was like, "You yeah, have a
0: donut each." <laughs>
1: oh uh, yeah, playing weddings is fun. Hmm. It's fun, yeah. It's but,
0: always good to kind of like to meet new people as well because it's always like an audience that might not be expecting you as much yeah it? and yeah no, it's cool
1: <laughs> well it's one of them things as well for me like i i get mind blown when people ask me to play weddings it's, it's like the you know i'm your biggest fan question all over again they're like oh surely you can get someone better
0: <laughs> it's a big thing isn't it for like someone to like want you on mm-hmm. their like their biggest day of their life you know they want you to play that's it's, it's crazy really yeah that's, right.
1: I'm guessing it's because they look at me and probably think he won't charge a lot, he plays Disney songs.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Even if they are fast, you know. Can't <laughs> you know.
0: afford Ed Sheeran, we'll get
1: Matt Haslam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like you're sitting there, like, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> it just just boggles my mind that anyone would want me. I'm just glad oh. they've never asked me to play the first dance because otherwise shit would go down.
0: Oh. I mean, we. We've always said, like, if and when we, like, renew our vows and stuff, we want to just make it, like, one big gig, don't we, and stuff. So we'll have to have you, like, down playing some tunes at that when that inevitably happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Done, do. (laughs) (laughs) Crowfest, 2021. (laughs) Um, We were going to get,
0: like... Like Cancer Bats down there. Cancer Bats are like my favourite band, and like since we've been together, I've got you to loads of their shows, and you love them now as well, don't you?
2: McFly were my most like the band I've seen the most until about four years ago, and then Cancer Bats have quickly taken over. So, my to- two most viewed bands are McFly like and Cancer, Cancer Bats. Bats. <laughs> Not McFly! <Nah-ah>. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to their new
1: album? Uh, is that the one with like all unreleased stuff?
2: No, uh, that was last year. Their new one came out a few weeks ago. I can't remember what's it called. Young dumb thrills. It's called.
1: I can't it's say I have.
2: You should listen to it. It's that good.
1: Like, um, <laughs> you you two love your McBusted and Busted gigs and your McFly gigs, right? <laughs>
2: I do, not so much about it.
0: Laurie took me to see, like they were doing this thing where it was like all of their albums over three days, like consecutive, or, and yeah. like Laurie dragged me to that. I was meant
2: to be going with my friend, <laughs> but it was originally in like the June and then they had to postpone it and then when they postponed it it was like the September and my friend had booked holiday, so she was in Disneyland and she couldn't make it back and I was like I've spent like 130 quid on these tickets <laughs> I can't not use them I was like please come with me
0: <laughs> so with Disneyland like, McFly uh... no
2: you no, you weren't going to Disneyland oh oh no, Claire. I thought you made. No, no, yeah, no she couldn't make it she was in, in Disneyland, Disneyland right, yeah. so I was like please come with me Lawrence she's like well I suppose so. I was like, think of all the gigs <laughs> you've taken me to that I didn't want to go to. I, did,
0: I, you know, I actually really enjoyed it as well. Like, they weren't as bad as I thought. I can see why you guys like them.
1: They put on a, a really good show. I'm not going to lie. Like. Yeah, they do.
0: They really, really do. Like, especially because, like, I didn't really realize at the time, but, like, they play all their own instruments and stuff. Like, And I respect that. You know, I thought they were just kind of like a stand up boy band, don't play their own instruments. But no, mm-hmm.
2: they were cool. You saw Busted with me once. I did. Well, I
0: actually you? really enjoyed Busted. It was when they were on that. Um, what was it called? Night Driver. Night Driver album, and it was all like weird, like synth wavy stuff. Yeah. that was cool. I Loved that. I really loved that kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, tell, tell us your uh, your cancer bat story where you uh, were. Well, you know, it was a nice little video of you. Hell yeah,
2: Blondies.
0: Blondies. That was that was cool. So I've, I've seen cancer bats too. Many. Like it's like in like the mid twenties now. I've seen them. Mm. Like like. I think it's 24, 25 times now.
2: Probably.
0: Yeah. But um, so they they would, like, announce to do this K-Pit session. It was like this Kerrang! thing, weren't it? And you had to, like, enter a competition to win tickets because it was only, like, 50 people were allowed in. And we were seeing them, like, the week before, weren't we? And um, we kind of know the front man quite well because I was at a festival that he happened to be at. Like he's got like a side business where he like just sells shirts. Um, it's all like motorcycle theme stuff. And we got talking quite a lot then. We were like hanging out quite a lot at this festival. Um, he's really cool. And so he kind of like got to know us. So we were at this gig the week before that show. And he came up and he was like, Hey, and we were like, Hey, and, um, and we said to him, it was like, Oh, we really want to go to this like Cape it show. But like,
2: but we didn't know what it was for cuz they didn't actually announce what it was they just yeah, said yeah, it was yeah. like a small show and Secret you show. could only win tickets so we were just we just asked him about it and
0: the frontman was just like oh just leave it with me i'll get you on the guest list but then it turns out i won tickets anyway we won
2: tickets but we didn't like um <laughs> You had to confirm to get them, but yeah. we didn't confirm.
0: But yeah, so we, it was like us and our mate Mickey, who we're like really good mates with. Well,
2: it's so so. My friend Mickey, she runs a company called Skinehead, and, mm-hmm. and she it's basically like she knits. She's a knitter, and it's all it's like, like punk-related punk knitting. knitting. It's pretty cool. And we launched our companies, like our businesses. I think there was only a few weeks between mm, us yeah. both doing it, and she is a massive Cancer Bats fans, and she she knows the band as well, doesn't she?
0: Because she, she's in a band as well, and she actually did some <laughs> recording with Cancer Bats, so yeah. she knows them quite well. As so well.
2: whenever we saw Cancer Bats shows in Essex, she would always be there because she she lives in Cornwall, but she's from Essex, I think. I'm sure that's right, isn't it? That's why they're always there, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, she would come see shows, and then there was like one gig at South End, and she was in one of the pictures. You would always recognise it because she's got like massive mohawk. It's always neon colours. So I tagged can't spend some pictures she'd saw it and then started following me on instagram and then we just got talking, kind of got yeah. talking
0: she's super cool though she's so
2: cool and then at the blondie show she turned up and then we started talking properly then didn't we
0: yeah but but yeah. it was only us and her that were on the guest list so it was like super fangirling moment that we were on there <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god so yeah it was this show there was only like 50 people and um Liam the singer, he had, like, a horrendous flu, and everyone that left that show that we knew, we all got, like, horrendously ill afterwards. (laughs) 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 He was, like, coughing and sneezing on himself. But yeah, it was, like, such a good show. And and like I say, it's on YouTube, so you can, like, yeah, watch that. But yeah, there's me, I'm, like, stage diving and that. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I love Cancer though. They're, like, one of my favourite bands. (laughs) I've been into them since I was, like, really really young they were like probably one of the first like heavy bands i got into and yeah. i've just kind of like followed them about and yeah and and it was really cool like like being at this festival with him a few years ago and kind of like actually really really getting to know him like as a person and stuff and like less of me just fangirling and actually just hanging out <laughs> with him and stuff yeah. and it was like oh that's really cool i remember
2: it was the show like it was a show in london i think it was the heaven show that we'd gone to yeah and it was like the first cancer bat show we'd been to since since
0: yeah
2: you met him at black deer and i remember i didn't go to black deer that year that was Um, the festival yeah that was the festival i didn't go that year i don't really do festivals don't like it but anyway don't like the mud (laughs)
0: mud. i like the mud (laughs) (laughs)
2: um so we'd gone to show at heaven and we were like Lawrence says he's always on the like the match stand stuff and we went to go and see what they'd got and as Lawrence walked over I just remember the Liam the like Lee seemed just being like oh my god dude like yeah. and it was like he was starstruck by seeing Lawrence it was so <laughs> weird and then they were like those two were just like talking and like I, I, we'd met him a few times before but like that was the first time it was kind of like a buddy-ish kind yeah. of meeting and obviously i was there and he didn't obviously didn't uh, know who i was at the time but he was just talking to me like they were talking about black deer and he was looking at me going we hung out we had the best time <laughs> <laughs> he
0: got us into a couple of shows as well because because he got us into the blondies 50 cap show and then there was they were also doing um um it was like a heavy metal awards last year, and got us into that. I got you a ticket from my mate, and then Liam got us in there. And yeah, mate, he's just a great guy. No, you
2: what, Didn't you? Did I? No, he told us about that, but he didn't give you tickets for that. Oh, thing. it was we one, saw of, that, your, though, one the... of your mates had had a spare ticket. That's how I got you in. No, that's how you got in, and then oh. another friend had a spare ticket, which oh. is how I got in.
0: There you go. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> show. So <as well>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good do, shows. Good do they do
1: sabotage better than the beastie boys
0: hell yeah i love the beastie boys as well i love the beastie boys they're great but yeah the cancer Bats one's great if you've if you've never seen cancer live like they just put on such a good live show too, yeah yeah yeah. like worth seeing
1: <laughs> I saw them live at red in one year um hell yeah. and we we're just like you know like getting getting hard down to mosh into bloody uh you know sabotage and I remember, like, they're one of them bands that basically, they give you a headache because you mosh too hard. Not <laughs> not because of the heavy music, because that's awesome. But you mosh too hard because you're right. just in a moment. Like, you know. Wasn't
2: it These where you, like, literally for the week after, you felt really ill and had yeah. some, like, massive headache because he was just, he just moshed so hard. He literally made himself feel ill for, like, a week.
0: Yeah. I've, like serious motion there was so in um in Colchester, I don't mm. know if you ever went there, but there was a venue called the waiting room.
1: Okay. No, I've never been. Um and it was
0: literally like it was a <laughs> it was literally like a bus stop waiting room. The, the bus stop had gone and they'd just turned this like concrete block that was really, really small into like a punk venue. yeah, And it was great. It's it's not there anymore and like they had some amazing shows there. As you would in like a four by four concrete yeah. block. And um I remember I saw um they were called, uh, oh, what were they called? Um, they were like a grindcore band. They were a local grindcore band called, ah, oh, Gentlemen something. Oh, I can't remember. I I saw so many, like, random bands there. But it was some, like, random local uh, grindcore band. And I remember I moshed so hard. I hadn't been drinking or anything, but I moshed so hard that I had to, like, after the set finished, I went outside and I actually threw up. (laughs) I, like, moshed so hard I puked. One of my other (laughs) favourite
2: memories is when we went to Slam Dunk. Oh, and it yeah. was, no, we also played, and I just kind of stood at the because I don't do crowds very well, mm-hmm. so I just kind of stood at the back. Lawrence disappeared into this crowd of people, and then I just saw him emerge, and he had the biggest smile on his face. He went, "I just got hit in the head," and he had like this tiny little red bump in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> He was so proud of himself. Oh, yeah. I love a
0: good mosh. I, I can't, I can't help myself when there's like a good mosh figure, and you know, you got, you
1: got to jump in, didn't <laughs> you? I, it just always reminds me. Of the story we went to uh, Reading Festival yeah. one year. Uh, we went like five years in a row at one point, but um, we went this one year. And there was a band called Pulled by, by Horses on. And, oh, hell uh, yeah! Yeah, great. <laughs> on the main stage, and like. The, the two sides of the crowd basically which seem to have a war like, who had the better mosh pit and we were on like, the left side and the right so obviously the right side were having theirs and the one someone from the right side just launched a bottle just like a, a sprite bottle as well so it's, it's made of plastic and this guy was just like standing in front of it hits him on the side of the head next we you know like pissing out with blood and we go like mate you are proper cut open he's like oh god I'm and he had to like <laughs> he had to go to like, the front just to get a bandage put on his head so he could just jump back in the wash pit. Uh,
0: that's crazy. Did you ever ever hear of a band they're not together anymore called uh, Baby Godzilla?
1: They, they ring a bell, but I can't say because they, like, they, they broke out.
0: But um, I used to kind of like follow them about a little bit. Um, but um, they. <laughs> Do you know the model, Ricky Hall? No. Okay, he's like. So Ricky Hall is like. Uh, he's quite famous. He's isn't he?
2: pretty famous, yeah. But
0: he's like really famous for his beard. He does a lot of like like beard tattoo kind of shoots. You know like the super masculine beard tattoo. Yeah. Man. yeah. If you've ever seen a beard tattoo man in a modeling thing it's probably Ricky Hall But um um I was at uh, Didn't
2: he model for Drop Dead quite a lot Yeah,
0: yeah. But he yeah, um I I saw Baby Godzilla at the Bar Fine Camden and mm-hmm. he was there um, and he was like off his face and he was like right in the mosh pit going 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 and then just some like i don't know what happened but i remember him going 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 and then just suddenly being on the floor and there being a lot of blood and then like i'm pretty sure someone called like an ambulance thing, but uh, yeah ricky hall got like knocked out of this baby godzilla show Jesus and that was probably like the weirdest thing i've ever seen at a show
1: <laughs> i'll tell you a funny story because you say like you followed a band round we followed a band round called uh, rat attack um, okay. Yeah. Uh, we first saw them when they supported a band called Alistair, who I absolutely adore. Um, and um, <laughs> what happened was basically, I was just standing in the crowd. The lead singer is pointing at me. When this guy's having a good time, i was just like, you know, where right. I am having a good time. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then like uh, it dawned on me a few weeks later like after the gig I just started laughing and I was like Rat Attack what a name <laughs> you know and then and I downloaded their EP for like 5 or whatever it was and I like, yeah. just absolutely like listened the hell out of it and saw them at like Reading and then we went and saw them support Sonic Boom 6 we none of us knew Sonic Boom 6 but we just listened to Rat Attack <laughs> <laughs> So we got there. We like obviously, you know, bought our T-shirts or whatever. And then uh, after the, you know, like you know, we, before the show, we went, oh, you, what time are you going to be coming on? They we went, oh, we'll be on about blah blah blah. I went, okay, cool. So we went out the place, come back in, we watched their set, spoke to the lead singer for ages afterwards. Uh, I went, do you want a beer? He was there, like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not drinking at the moment. Um, I'll just have a coke. Uh, I was like, okay, fair enough. Just went and got him like a Pepsi or whatever. Sp- spoke to him for a bit more, and he just kind of done his own thing. Um, I think like the next week he was meant to be playing with the Pretty Reckless so they were getting pretty big oh. um, and then what happened was the rest of the band played and they just got like their, uh, their roadie on to do the set turns out he oh. left the band so uh, we're convinced that me buying him a Pepsi split up Rat Attack
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> which wow. is really annoying because I really like their shit <laughs>
0: That's
1: such a shame. Yeah, how big did they get? Like, I mean, I've never heard of them, but like, were they like... Um, what's that? Uh, do you like? Is it uh, lower than Atlantis? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it
1: Liam? What's his name? The lead singer? Uh, I don't know,
0: honestly. Yeah, Liam
1: Summ. The... He does a song with them Um, um yeah. called Heartbeat, yeah. and it's an absolute okay. banger of a tune. Like, he goes, we used to be alive, but now I feel my heart start beating. <laughs> like. Oh.
0: That rings a bell. That rings oh,
1: a bell. It was yeah. such a good tune, like it really. Oh, it was a naughty chong. <laughs> naughty, song. Yeah, a naughty
0: chong. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> to I'll have to check out Rat. I love that name as well. It sounds like a, like a really bad like late tier Pokemon.
1: Like you know, <laughs> I'll send out Rat. Uh, just the bloody like you know nineties TV game show. <laughs> <But> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, man,
1: that's amazing. Yeah, so I was the one who split up right attack. So you know, sorry for everyone out there. That's a fame
2: right
0: there. Honestly, yeah, yeah you put that on your CV, like <laughs> split
1: up
2: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I want. I want to see if I can find that lead singer. I know his name's Mike Hodges, and I just want to find him. Like, do you fancy coming on a podcast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you can really find out if it was you who split up.
1: Yeah. I need to get I need down to this.
2: need to be this. the person to bring
1: Rat Attack back together. Oh, man. I always want to do that with Busted originally, just by throwing in the room together and just, like, out your problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mate. I mean, yeah. But you I know what? Night,
1: yeah. Money beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's well, funny. Although I do, I wish, I wish Charlie would go back to doing Fight Star though, because I love Fight Star
2: He's never said that they're not gonna do stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the same with his solo stuff because he's just really, really small, really? Himself, yeah. isn't
0: he? Yeah. I want more Fightstar. So
2: good.
0: We saw them done in Norwich, didn't we? Yeah. That was a great show. <laughs>
1: did you Did you go to the Van's Warped Tour when it was over a few years back? Mm. Uh,
0: 2013, did I went.
1: You go? Is that the first yeah. year it came back?
0: Uh, so I went the year I went Parkway Drive were playing uh, Kyados are playing and the only reason I went was because Billy Talent were playing and they're like one of my other favourite bands but yeah, I, yeah that was great
1: it wasn't that year it would have been the year before then um, so yeah right. what, what happened was Charlie Simpson was playing an acoustic set in one of the rooms and we just oh, walked cool. in and went, yeah 3000 <laughs>
0: And a little tear rolled down his cheek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, man, I love Billy Talon myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: they were, like, them and Cancer Bats were, like, the bands that really mm. kind of got me into music. Um, yeah, and I kind of, like, really went heavily down, like, the punk route from them. And, yeah, I I just, I owe a lot to those bands. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: good stuff. You know, the amount of times I'd be sitting there, like... Um, uh, you know well actually a lot of co-op bakery sessions back in the day I had like an iPod docking station just put uh, the four Billy Talent albums on and then also the five oh, the yeah. fifth one because it was the uh, the live album back in the day and uh, yeah. dead, dead Silence was a great album like oh man yeah, like, yeah. oh hell yeah what's the song it just reminds me of a Christmas song where every time it's like the dead can't testify oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It, they, yeah. oh it's got the violin bits doesn't it like
1: it <laughs> just That's like, like cool. it sounds like so jolly like you know <laughs> yeah At some points But Man like um, They uh oh, man I've seen them live Probably About five times uh, You know Oh really Yeah
0: they, um, they So the last time They came over I was like Really really hyped I'd seen them a couple of times before But like I'd never like Kind of talking about Following bands around But I'd never Been to like every single day on a tour before and I was like I really want to do it eh?" so I booked it so that I like had tickets for I think pretty much every UK or England at least date, and it ended up that like it was like so the first show like for some reason the crowd were like awful they just it was norwich and it was like a weird wednesday night or something and the crowd were just not interested at all and it like really you know when a crowd is not into the band and it like really deflates you like i was really hyped for it and because no one was even singing along or anything i was like oh this sucks and then i went to the next night and i was going with my mate but my mate, he like was adamant that we go and get some food first. But he was also adamant because he was like really like weirdly political. He was adamant he didn't want to go in a Weatherspoon's because Weatherspoon's was pro Brexit. So we were like searching around Nottingham for like a a pub that was selling food that wasn't a Weatherspoons. It was a
2: Friday night as well, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: And it, and it, it took ages. We ended up not getting any food. I think we got like a dirty kebab or something from a kebab shop. And we were like, right, we're done let's get to the venue but the band like for some really weird reason it was friday night but they would started playing really early like they went on at like eight o'clock and we'd miss half their set so we went to that one and like they were already playing when we got to the venue we're like oh shit so then i was like okay the next date is london this is gonna be amazing i went with a different mate it was amazing it was great but three songs in he like grabs me and he's like lawrence i've lost my phone And there was, like, a really dodgy dude going around in, like, a Parker, And, like, we were certain from, like, the support band that he was, like, stealing phones. And then, like, suddenly he'd lost his phone. I was like, fuck. So we spent, like, most of the set trying to find this guy in the weird Parker, And, yeah, so we ended up, like, not seeing that show at all either. And then we had, like, one more ticket for one more show. And it was the Southampton show. And you were meant to come with me, right? Yeah. And... And after, like, the fucking chaos of the last few shows, I was like, honestly, I, I'm i so drained. And, like, after all this disappointment, I don't want one more disappointing show. It'll just break my heart.
2: I was, went, I was exhausted as well. Because while he was off, I went to the Norwich show. Yeah. Um, and then while he was doing all this stuff, I was in Kent. Uh, putting on an exhibition mm-hmm. and it like literally the day that we came or it was the day after we yeah. were due to come home we were then meant to drive to Southampton and see this show and I just looked to Lawrence and was like I can't do it I'm totally just too tired
0: <laughs> I was already broken <laughs> from the other shows so we ended up not even going to that one but yeah it was like the most tragic like few shows I've ever been to <laughs> oh,
1: it, uh, when, I, I just always love the fact that I have a song about fishing, you know, like, WHAT YOU SAY IS WHAT YOU GET?! Did <laughs> no, like, you the answer with the line and sinker? Look <laughs> at me,
0: you don't <laughs> Oh, I love that
2: band. <laughs> Today, I yeah, that feels
0: pretty.
1: I've seen them live. Um, I saw them live at Reading twice. Um, and then download, and I've seen them at um, Roundhouse. Oh,
0: that was that was the London show. I was that when my mate got the phone stolen?
1: I think it was a few years before, because if it was last year, A yeah.
0: War Nation supported, right?
1: Yeah, that was the Dead Silence <laughs> tour. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was at that one as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I remember that one very well.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was
0: a good. Show. That was a really good show.
1: I remember. Uh, <laughs> Because yeah, I remember reading about Kerrang, about Don Broco for so long, and they 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 were the support act, and you know when you're sitting there like I can't get into these.
0: <laughs> Thank you, mate. Right, right. I like I've got beef with Don Broco, like. <laughs> that could be the title of this podcast episode like lawrence he's got beef with don Broco. i just like like at the time because they were getting like really big at the time mm. right and like everyone was super super into them and i just did not like them yeah and i remember like just before the show like in the queue i i remember like just saying to my mates like oh i wish don Broco and supporting and like someone turned around and gave me like the biggest evil it was like they're the best band ever <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but no i ne- i never really got into them at all yeah. i just didn't really click with me in any way right. A1 Nation because I'd heard that sale song obviously but I didn't realise they were like actually pretty good I thought they were just like that kind of like one hit wonder with that one hmm. but they were really cool yeah hmm. I really enjoyed them
1: I remember because uh, like every time you saw a picture of like Rob Damiani you still standing there just doing the same pose every time just blowing out one cheek like yeah yeah and like you just say like oh I'd like to rid that guy a good thumping <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they do that um, song don't they where they like all
1: the push-ups and then, and oh, yeah, just it wasn't my thing.
0: Oh man, I just like because maybe it's just because I can't do push-ups.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it was his voice that annoyed me. I was thinking this guy can't even sing, bless him. You know, yeah. hold yeah. on, hold on, <laughs> Fish is going on. <laughs> I'm sitting they like, were oh. supporting Billy
0: Talent. He's like, nah, nah, nah. so I mean like <laughs> it,
1: Exactly, it was two different completely different bands, considering like I didn't even yeah. think, you know, they were rocky either. They're more like funk.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, like I read him one year and everyone go like, Oh, we're seeing Don Broker. He comes like, Nope. Have <laughs> <laughs> I told you you'd be proud of this story, right? I went to you know, yeah, again read him. Uh, and uh, everyone uh, like was like, I was going to see Mumford and Sons. I didn't even know who they were. I stood there for <laughs> ten minutes and I was like, like "Is this the same song?" I, like, no, three songs in. I was like, "Fuck this!" Walked out, <laughs> went to the lockup stage, just sat there and just watched a band called Sick of It All for like uh, oh, forty-five minutes and just loved yeah. every second of it. And I've just I never listened to them again. But <laughs> like, oh, they're cool.
0: They're cool. Cancer Bats just supported them. Uh, Last year, the year before, yeah, they're, they're great band. With was it with Converge as well? Converge, Sick of Cancer.
2: No, it Who was, was it? no. You're, the Converge thing was they played a show in Camden the same day.
0: That, oh, the same night we saw Cancer. Man. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because
2: I remember. We came. We were getting on the tube on the way home, and it was like, which one's the Cancer Bats fan and which one is the Converge fan? <laughs> and then this like boy came on the train. He was literally. He must have been about fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Years, he was so young, but he was literally just covered, covered in, in blood. blood. And we were like, "Is that yours?" He's like, "I don't know."
0: The <laughs> <laughs> like, shows you come for He's like Converge. No. She's like, "Oh yeah, I can tell. oh yeah." <laughs> Crazy. <laughs>
1: Like another yeah. funny story about like mosh pits. Um, I never go in them really. Um, I had a phase of going in them, but alright. Um, uh, so I went to download a couple of years ago, uh, and uh, I dressed up as my mate Stu because uh, I thought it'd be funny. Okay. And me and Stu were, you know just went round together the whole day. And uh, so it was uh, like you know really tall skinny Stu and then like uh, shorter fatter Stu. And um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, what happened was the last band we went and saw was called Die Art Is Murder. I um, and okay, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I went I went to like, uh, Stu's girlfriend and I uh, was there like hey where's Stu gone and she was there like oh he's probably in the mosh pit or something I was like oh fuck I need to go in there and save him so he comes to <laughs> it took a glass off went, old man, went into the mosh pit <laughs> people were like scissor kicking pushing and things like that with <laughs> me going ooh, ooh, just, like, and then like you know when they stop you like you're like they went like, you know this part, you know this part, I don't know this part, and bam, <laughs> pushed the gear, like, everywhere, like a fucking pinball, turns out Stu was outside the whole tent that time, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I t- the,
0: like, this is, cr- like, the the craziest mosh pit I've ever been to, and, like, it was really surprising, it was this show, but, like, because, like, 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 Cancer Bats, all these bands that are, like, actually really, really heavy, mosh pits aren't that bad, but I saw baby metal, oh, yeah and, um and I wasn't really expecting the mosh pit to be that bad because it's like oh it's just it's just three girls doing some dancing and singing it'll be right but the mosh pits were insane like as soon as they started the entire crowd was just like like fighting and like you, it was one of those shows where like even if you didn't want to be in the mosh pit like you were just moving with it like <laughs> it was insane like to the point where like I didn't even want the mosh I just wanted to kind of watch the show but you couldn't because like the people were just trying to fight you like <laughs>
1: <laughs> man baby mail. I saw yeah. it download and Yeah, I was a uh, so I like, oh, you got to see baby mail. They're crazy. It's just three girls. I was like, all right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I watching? But this is awesome. <laughs> and uh, went into it. I no, I loved every second of it. And then uh, oh, yeah. I, told, I told my best mate Callum. When I got back with baby mail. Check him out. And he Next thing you know he went and spammed the whole thing. He was like, mate, these are great. This is like my <laughs> favourite band like ever now. They're like, it's insane. And it? he was like, yeah. <laughs>
0: I always like i i could never really get into them just because of that whole kind of thing of like oh like underage girls are the people that are fans of them a bit weird i don't know but then my mate is like obsessed with them and he's the one that actually took me to see them live he's really into them and we were driving in the car one day and he was like lawrence i've got this super unheard of japanese band you're gonna love it like and he he chucks on baby well and i'm like whoa this is amazing he's like lawrence this is baby battle and I was like no you've lied to me <laughs> but it's so good <laughs> and I've been a fan since yeah. <laughs> but so,
1: yeah, yeah
2: they're, they're pretty cool
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the two of you then who's the Animal Crossing player?
2: me we both are yeah but yeah. you've stopped playing
0: uh, uh, I, I used to be like really like growing up I, I played the DS one a lot I love that one um but yeah, you've got really into it now. You play your Switch every
2: day, don't you? I haven't checked my animals today. They're going to be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've, got, I've, got, I've got on the Switch because I had the DS version when I was a kid, right? And yeah. this, is, this is the thing. It really annoyed me. My mate Tattoo, he's not got a tattoo at all. His just name is Michael Tattoo. Um, so um, you've met him. He actually comes to the gig. Um, Shore <laughs> yeah, gig. So yeah. he, right... Every animal gave him a picture saying thank you for your, you know, being a great neighbor or whatever. Me, Uh, I never received one. So now, uh, I bought New Horizons because he hasn't got it just so I can be like, I'm going to get a picture and shove it in your face.
2: I got my first picture the other day and I nearly cried. I was so
1: happy. What do you have to do to get a picture? Like, apparently you just have to, like, keep pestering the animals by the sounds of it.
2: made sure that i talked to them every day so i've got benjamin and he is my absolute favorite so i just made sure that i spoke to him every day and i kept gifting him things and i heard that they like um assessed fossils but particularly heads so i just kept giving him
0: so give your animals, head, give and your animals
2: and eventually it was just completely, I wasn't expecting it or anything. And I just, I gifted him something. I can't remember what it was. And he was like, Here, how can I picture? And I was like, Oh, I did it! You were i so beat happy. the game! You were
1: so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like at that first, first part, I feel like i can just turn off the game like completed life. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you game much then? Are you, are you a gamer boy?
1: <laughs> um. When I was a kid, I, I, I used to absolutely love games. And you know, you know when you just have a phase of not really playing games? Yeah, um, that's fair. And then during, like... Uh, I, I've just always had a proper soft spot for Nintendo. Hell yeah. My yeah, my, my favourite game of all time is Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, second favourite is Super Mario World and then Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> right.
0: Mario Galaxy? Have you got, like, the, the like, re-issue
1: rematch? Yeah, rem- on the got, I got it on the yeah. day it came out. Like, I uh, basically... Uh, I was in Swanage at the time and uh, like you know, it was my payday going on that day. So I was there, like bye. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then it arrived, and, like, you know, I put it on like the download while I went to bed and then I was ready to play oh. in the morning the car sorted. <laughs> oh. Does it play alright? Like how
0: does it I've like, not played that one, but how does it do all like the Wii like motion
1: stuff? Uh you basically press like uh to jump you jump like normal, like A or whatever, yeah. and then like you just press like the X button and it does the whole spinning thing.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That actually sounds a lot easier than yeah. all
1: like the weird like Wiimote stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's cool. There was a, there was a level it. that I was uh, shouting and squ- swearing at quite a bit where basically you had to like you know r- like roll on a ball, uh, like through yeah. lava and things like that. But because you had to like motion it like um, oh, oh, w- with yeah. your switch light, And I was like, "Fuck you, man! <laughs> Fucking prick!" You know, he was getting a lot of abuse, <laughs> but you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm actually um, my, my like my next uh, tattoos I'm starting to get. Uh, I'm gonna work on a leg sleeve just Nintendo. Oh, Hell
0: yeah! yeah. You've, haven't you got a Pokemon tattoo or something?
1: I've got two. I've got Zubat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. And yeah. I've got uh, Psyduck.
1: <laughs> uh, Psyduck.
0: we we just watched the um, Detective Pikachu oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, we. I, I, I thought it was gonna be shit. But we figured was... out
2: that if I was to be a Pokemon, I would be Psyduck. Yeah. <laughs> It's so stressed
1: until you blow up and then pass out, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I of great, you know, I've got a lot of time for it to say, you know, you become a good one, Laurie. <laughs> I always say I'm Zubat because I'm blind, I can fly and I can I confuse people, so. <laughs> and I annoy people as well. You know, you know when you go into a cave on a, a Pokemon game and there was that guy like Zubat Trainer, whatever his name is, with six Zubats? Yeah. That would be me, Zubat Trainer Matt.
0: And like Zubats always seem to be everywhere as well, and you always seem to be everywhere. Like every time I turn up at a show in like a dark venue, you're like there in the corner. So, like, <laughs> Zubat lurking. because <laughs> <It's quite laughs> nice, I'm so blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But, yeah. Yeah. I love Pokemon.
1: What, what about yourselves in gaming?
0: Yeah, I. Same with you. I'm like massive on like Nintendo. I don't have like a PS4 or Xbox or anything. I'm like on the Nintendo hype. Uh, yeah, I love Pokemon. I've been like, re- like it's a bit of a love hate thing because I thought the Pokemon Sword and Shield were like really bad games. Like, but I've played them a lot, and I'm like, I've currently like finished my like, living deck, I'm trying to hunt like specific shinies now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like super on it, but I hate the game. Like, I think it's just a terrible game. But I love Pokemon, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah, the
2: yeah. entire time he's playing it, he complains about it. Yeah, it's I'm just... like, if you don't like it stuff.
0: It's just like it. the world layout's terrible. Like the graphics are bad. They've used like the models are just from the three D, 3D, three Ds games. It's just it's yeah. But but yeah, I love Pokemon. <laughs> isn't,
1: it, isn't it based in like uh like the UK? Like you know this yeah. based. On, so like is is there like a shit area where you basically call this is yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, there is one place that's like is very close to being called Colchester. Oh, yeah. i like, that's definitely Colchester. Like, yeah, and it's all like Roman as well. So you'd think it would be like Colchester because that's like the Roman town, isn't it? But hmm. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There
1: you go. Um, Pokemon yeah. is awesome. Like, <laughs> uh, what about you, Laurie? Just, just Animal Crossing?
2: Yeah, I'm not a huge gamer. I got Switch last year specifically because Animal Crossing was coming out. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't really. I don't really game a lot i just and when i do i've got a really short attention span and like no patience whatsoever so i can only like do animal crossing is fine because it's kind of like you can play at your own pace kind of thing Mm. i don't like fighting things because it stresses me out um lawrence has got me playing breath of the wild yeah you were digging that yeah i started playing that before animal crossing came out and then animal crossing took over um but I've over Christmas. I've got like three weeks off, so I'm just planning to just sit and play some more Zelda. But other you probably uh, beat the game I in that, for sure. Yeah,
0: heavy.
2: But yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm a bit picky and fussy with what I play, otherwise.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm currently playing, uh, obviously uh, Animal Crossing and also Luigi's Mansion Three. Completed Mario Odyssey. So oh, I'm sorry. like up <laughs> uh, I've
0: not played any. I've not played any uh, Luigi's Mansion games. Really?
1: But, oh man, not uh, fun. Yeah. Like, I played, uh, what's it? So I bought all three last payday. So I bought uh, the first two on DS and then yeah. obviously the third one on Switch. Um, and then, like, so basically I powered through number one in like two days because I was just saying like, okay, just kind of want to get through these kind of thing. And it was a really fun game. Number two, it wasn't as good. It, the graphics were amazing. Uh, but yeah. you play it and you say, like, this is very, very mission based. It just feels like there's no story to it. So I'm just going to uh, go straight on to number three. So I did. And, uh, <laughs> um, Is that where
0: it's at? That one's good.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm really enjoy number three.
0: Um, I might have to pick that up. I might have to pick that up. It's like travesty that I'm like hyping up Nintendo and I've not played like one of the biggest games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at my, I, I'm like big on Splatoon at the moment as well. Oh, i heard like, yeah, good
1: things about that. I yeah.
0: do play
2: Splatoon, but that's, if I get
1: a lot, I get stressed out and rage quit. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, fun, the funniest thing about Animal Crossing though, literally, as soon as like you know, lockdown happened, first one, it was released and then people were like, Yeah, we can meet each other on Animal Crossing, let's do this shit. It's yeah. like, it a perfectly timed world event.
0: Mate, yeah, yeah, and they've done well with it as well. I like, think yeah. Animal
2: Crossing and Disney Plus were like the two best timed things mm. for
0: they um, both came out yeah. right as it happened, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it's almost like it was like it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but they like they've done really well. I'm like, I'm so glad that Animal Crossing did come out then, because like even like we've like been meeting up with friends in it and yeah. stuff and hanging out, and it's yeah, it's it's so good to be able to do that kind of stuff.
1: It's just one of those games like if you're stressed out, you can just go and hit some trees and like. Wood.
0: <laughs> 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 I might need to go play some Animal Crossing after this because yeah, <laughs> I miss it.
1: <laughs> so me your frame we can meet up, and I can steal your neighbours.
0: Yeah, oh yeah.
2: I don't know if I'm friends with you on the uh, Switch, actually. You have to but, yeah. drop. it I don't
0: think so. No, you have to drop uh, us, a Brinko.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll send it to you after this, anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, do. Well, I want to be your friend. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Um, let's talk about. Um, so basically, both of you, um, like Laurie, you were saying earlier on, like um, you have like art. You've done art um, things in the past. I can't remember the called. Art events. There we go. And, like, you yeah. also did a chat. I remember being at, like, a gig in basement. And you come up to me and like, can you do one of these postcards? Uh, you know, uh, Frank Turner's done one. And, like, you know. Yeah. So... That, was, that
2: was the exhibition that I was talking about. So, um, that was, that. Like, I think that was my second exhibition that I'd put yeah. on. I have a company which is called Crow's Nest, um, and it started because uh, I've always like been into. Art. I was a photographer for quite a while, self-employed, and then I decided I want to work in gallery. So I did all my degrees and all that shit. <laughs> Didn't get me anywhere. Wasted a lot of money. <laughs> but then I then I uh, had an opportunity come up um, when we lived in coggershall and it was uh, the local choir rent or I don't know if they rented or they used the one of the churches but they only used one room and they were like we're here for two hours why don't you just put on a show in the main entrance and Mm. then it was like you can have the choir singing in the background and then you can have the art show on so that's kind of where it started and then the second show that went on uh was in Dover and I think apart from the one uh, in London all of the other shows have been with the same gallery in Dover but that was a charity exhibition and it was um for a girl called Kelly Turner who has unfortunately passed away now but yeah, it was very, sad, yeah, yeah she had a really rare form of cancer teenage cancer um they're still raising money for her now mm. which um they're trying to find a cure for her type of cancer but basically she, they didn't have any treatment for her in the UK but she was able to go out to America and have treatment out there but to do it they literally had to raise a million pounds for her to sure. get out there yeah. So they did really
0: well as well yeah, her,
2: her, her family like uh, my mum worked with her mum and dad for quite a long time so we've known them for a while so as soon as I heard I was like I'm just going to do a charity show because she was a fantastic artist as well yeah. so I did this charity show I had a bunch of like local artists but then I wanted to kind of raise as much money as possible so I did like a secret postcard auction so you put in uh, a Spine postcard for <laughs> yeah. um, and then I had a couple of celebrities so I got Frank Turner he did one for me mm-hmm. and David Essex good old <laughs> David Essex he put in a postcard which I think my mum won in the end because <laughs> yeah. she's number one fan <laughs> so um yeah you did really well with it yeah i think i think that show it was only on for a weekend i think i raised total over just over a thousand pounds
0: yeah it was really like really um, good
2: yeah but yeah i've just done loads of shows since then and not so much now obviously covid in the way and then i went back to uni and all that stuff so but yeah, it's 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 good fun yeah it's good fun stressful but fun
0: yeah Yeah. thank you for contributing on that one yeah
2: (laughs)
1: Uh, and then obviously yourself, Lawrence, you've got um Los Crow illustration.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's just um I've well yeah, I've always been like into my art and stuff. Both my parents are like full time artists and they've just always just done art. And so I felt it would be oh, you're right <laughs> just kick <kidding> me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it'd be wrong to not do art. Yeah, so I've been like kind of I started off just part time while I was working in a warehouse, um, and then I got to the point where like, I was doing alright with it, so I quit and did that full time. I've been doing it full time for about four years now, do not I? I? Think so. Yeah, um, and yeah, just about pays the bills. We scrape by, but yeah. <laughs> so I do. I do kind of like band art, gig posters, album covers, um, logos for things like podcasts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful one that you know that, that's on this <laughs> one. You know, I wonder if you did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for letting me <laughs>
1: that's alright man like I just remember being cheeky like you know dude if I give you another fiver will you do the theme song as well I've got some lyrics <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah I forgot I did that yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yeah, uh, I was listening to a couple of the episodes that you've got up on Spotify and every day hearing myself come up singing <laughs> singing in the start It's quite funny <laughs> well, so,
1: uh, yeah, thank you for letting me do that as well <laughs> that's alright brother like you know uh, I wouldn't have it any other way like uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you know what who can make a jolly tune out of this.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about these days, you know, uh, you got any like future projects coming up after COVID's fucked off or uh...
0: um <clears throat> I just I really want to get back out there gigging, honestly. Yeah. i have like really kind of like since my art stuff's kicked off a bit more and like gotten a bit more serious and I've been getting like bigger and bigger clients um the gigging's really slowed down I know you were saying that your gigs have kind of like slowed down a bit recently um before COVID obviously mine had as well well, but I was kind of like doing less of the gigs to focus more on the art because it does obviously take a lot of time and stuff um but yeah I would love to get out gigging again i've got music that i've kind of recorded um there's a dude out in america who does like really cool folk punk stuff called happy happy Mm -hmm. uh shout out to him he's just kind of like been mixing some songs that i've been vaguely working on and i've kind of like we kind of worked on like a video for one of them recently so i'm planning on chucking some new music out soonish. um whenever i kind of get around to uploading it all Mm -hmm. and all that um but yeah the thing is like it's really difficult to upload music at the moment because like you want to upload stuff and then you want to kind of like play gigs to let people hear about it and like to Mm. have a captive audience to be able to say to people go to my spotify and listen to it blah um so without being able to gig really it's really difficult to release anything musically yeah so yeah so i've been kind of holding off a little bit and with the art stuff as well it's been difficult doing both uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's uh. That's me. Are <laughs> you Laurie?
2: Yeah. Just it's just like the kind of carry on with what I'm doing. Basically, just
1: doing, crocheting. Uh,
2: crocheting. Yeah. Uh, I really want to try and do some more shows, like art shows next year. But I don't know. It depends on what comes up, opportunity wise. Um. I was working with a school in Kent. Um. Uh, but I don't know what's happening with that because I've not heard from my contact there for a little while and it's just everything's just kind of gone a bit crappy because it's, it's just COVID, Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but we'll see what happens um yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you two are a beautiful couple I just want to say thank you very much for coming on you know it means a lot <laughs> Oh, thank and,
0: uh, you for having us it's yeah, been so much fun yeah, it has been really yeah. fun thank you for letting us like reminisce about the good days <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> um, before you, we go do you want to uh, like tell people how to follow you on your uh, for your businesses on uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever yeah you first you
2: first okay so I'm up Lori Lama shop on uh, Instagram and Facebook
0: there you go uh yeah i'm i'm I think it's lawrence crow illustration uh or La- it's lawrence crow illustration on instagram lawrence crow illustration on facebook um and i got a website as well laurie helped me build a cool website that yeah, actually works on it. You, you did i promise <laughs> i was struggling <laughs> um websites are hard um yeah i got that too um and then just lawrence crow and the imaginary band for the music yeah, and that's on Bandcamp and um, and Spotify and everywhere that you can listen to music. I think it's even on Shazam, that's quite cool, isn't it? So if you like, played one of my songs somewhere and then Shazammed it, it might say that it's me, maybe. I don't know, I'll have to try that and double hey, check. Hey, you fucking made it. a
2: <laughs> massive lie.
0: Yeah, it could be, could be a letdown there. If, uh... <laughs> don't you have the blue tick on square as well? Uh, yeah, and Twitter somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and I do like game. If you guys like, if anyone listening likes really, really stupid gameplay and let's plays and just like, kind of like this, just chatting shit over like gameplay. Then I do Game Boys as well, which is me and my mate Brandon playing some games and shooting the shit. So yeah, screaming a, lot. screaming a lot. Yeah. So that's Game Boys on YouTube.
1: Yeah. No, I'll check that out myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah again thank you very much for coming on it means a lot you know and uh hopefully one day we'll get you back on the one you know one year later see how you're doing yeah yeah <laughs> it's like
0: that billy eilish video where it's like the same interview like years yeah. later <laughs> i'll have green hair next time
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah always remember I'm matthew hasn't happened who baby do you know what that's worth Ooh, heaven is a place on earth thank you and goodbye <laughs>